Welcome, everyone, to the very first official and the only, uh, because, you know, I don't think we'll ever do another episode about this specific topic, the, 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 the Sonic <laughs> Mania special. Uh, oh, boy. And basically, I, I think I can say without a doubt that we're going to be talking about not only Sonic Mania, but, I mean, yeah. obviously, I, I kind of think the entire Sonic series is... Uh, up for grabs. Up for grabs here, because I, it's kind of hard to talk about this game and not talk about other games in the series, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the plan, so... Hope you're ready for a roundtable discussion of a bunch of folks that have some real hot takes. About <laughs> on all the Sonic games, not even on just all the Sonic one. games, not just Sonic Mania. Oh yeah, this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to my immediate virtual right, for the love of God, it's Rhett. Faker, you're the fake hedgehog. I tried to think of a line real quickly. Get a load of this! I used that last episode. <laughs> How's it I'm going, Red? You, yeah, you ready to talk good. about some Sanic? I love the Sanic. You love the Sanic? Alright. To my mini virtual left! The real life Kirby! It's John Thire! Hi! How's it going? Doing pretty well. I used I'm, up my only quote. I'm saying you're the real life Kirby because you suck. Oh, I get the Tavor thing, right? Yeah, Tavor thing. Huh. Okay. Cool. I'm down with that. I I I, I kind of figured you would be. So we Kirby we've was... got no fucking format for this episode at all. We're just going mm -hmm. to freestyle it uh, off the top of the old <laughs> dome. So. Fellow podcast uh, hosts <laughs> of mine, to to you, what is Sonic Mania? What is Sonic Mania? What is, what is Sonic, Sonic Mania? Mania? <laughs> well, who wants to start? Well, <clears throat> Sonic Mania was created and was created and spearheaded by Andrew Whitehead, right? Yes, that's accurate, right? Who yeah, made? Yeah. Um, who started off making a bunch of really cool Sonic fan projects, and also was in charge of making the really excellent um, phone ports of Sonic CD, Sonic One, and Sonic Two, right? Which need yep. to be ported to PC because they actually make the Sonic Two special stages fucking playable. <laughs> because it's <laughs> actually smooth. It's actually smooth. Like you know how the oh, really? Genesis version is like literally like ten frames a second, and it's hard Oof. to see anything coming. Yeah. The phone versions are 60 frames a second and move smooth. Oh. Yeah, that's the only version where I've where I've collected the Chaos Emeralds on any uh, on Sonic One and Two. Cool. Yeah, they're it's they're real good. I've played those phone versions of Sonic One and Two um, through like ten times a piece. I love them to bits. They're my favorite versions of the game. They're the ones that I played that I play yeah. constantly. Why wouldn't you just play Sonic 2 nine times and only play Sonic 1 just once because you never, ever <laughs> need to see that game again? Well, I played Sonic 1 one because it's shorter so and better. But, you oh, know. oh, see, there's that word in there. There's, yeah, like I... Shorter? I mean, it's only like ten minutes shorter when you look at like long plays and stuff, but it feels a lot shorter. No, you were, you, you use mm. that other word, that B word, <laughs> and that, that I don't agree with. There was a B word in there that 
Nah, I don't think anybody's uh, okay. agreeing with that. What is Barometer? Sonic Mania? So what's Sonic Mania other than... To you. To, to, to you, what is Sonic Mania? Well, I thought it was really cool that they brought on somebody that was started off doing a bunch of fan projects and wound up making like really excellent ports and then they just put him in charge of a new Sonic game. Like, that's really it, cool. It's so distinct and different from like the Nintendo... Yeah. Like, approach of bullshit. Or... Oh, yes. Nintendo's never going to do fucking anything yeah. like that. But, like, yeah, specifically, exactly. though, he didn't just get put in charge of this. He actually pitched it to Sega. Like, he showed them Studioopolis kind of beta. And yeah. they were like, wow, yes, do this. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so he basically initiated this on his own. And I think it was called, like, Sonic Discovery originally. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I, um... Well, when the game... So then, of course, the experience of playing Sonic Mania by spearheaded by these people begins with a really lovely animated intro cutscene, too. Like, y- y'all saw this. This was yes. um, released a couple, like, a month or so before the game came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just magical. Like, it's, it's really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Wasn't, that so much also, wasn't that also put together by one person? Oh, that's so cool. It was a big fan oh. animator, right? Yeah, I believe so. Someone... Oh, there's so much to love about the Sonic Mania project. Absolutely. Isn't there? Absolutely. Um, so there's that intro scene. Um, <laughs> He's not and talking you, about the game. What and you boot the up game? the game, and there's, an, and, and there's a series of menus that you navigate. Oh, we're doing this, are we? <laughs> is this what we're going to do? Is They're very this, smooth. I, I think what John is saying is that they love everything around the game. But maybe hmm. not the game itself. Maybe we can hold off on the granular opinions. All right. To kind of, but but just kind of like, just, just come Two on, sentences. shorthand here. Like, what is okay. Sonic Mania to you? Um, Very long and boring. I played through it once <laughs> and I probably am never going to play it again. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Buckle up, kind of people. Bad. The hottest like of takes are coming. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, Rhett... Uh-huh. What is Sonic Mania to you? It's a really fun throwback that's reminiscent of the John <laughs> damn it. What? No, John like snickered or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a fun it's a fun throwback to remind you why those games were fun if you haven't played them in a while, and a reminder that Sonic can still be fun, but there are some issues with the game that kind of prevent it from being a masterpiece. So I we're think. probably gonna we're yeah. gonna be we're we're gonna be sticking our hand right up this game's okay. ass and pulling out yeah pulling one out all the bits. One quick question then, Rhett. On a scale from one to ten. How much better is Sonic Advance 1 than Sonic Mania? I literally don't remember Sonic Advance 1, so 10. So, probably, so, so a 10, you said? So definitely way better? I get you. Cool. All right, Polly, what is Sonic Mania to you? Sonic Mania to me is, like, I, 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 again, like to reiterate the point. I love the idea that this comes from such a place of passion and that, <laughs> like, a fan project like this could be come to life you know, with, like, a, a, a multi-million dollar corporation kind of getting behind it. 
Yeah. Um, and I think that that is first and foremost the single raddest thing about it. Um, I think the game itself. Uh, God. <laughs> man, if Freedom Planet didn't exist, I'd probably think this was at least mediocre. See, that's that. See, there's the rub because everyone keeps comparing it to Freedom Planet, and I don't like that one either. Yeah, but that's <laughs> the wrong opinion to have. So uh, I, I will take John's side on this one. I never finished Freedom Planet. He got told annoying. me to get the fuck off my podcast right hey, now. Hey, Sonic Mania has way better bosses except for the very final one which is which is like freedom planet tier garbage oh yeah. i don't remember any i don't remember freedom planet's bosses freedom planet oh the last one an interesting boss freedom planet's boss fights were <laughs> largely treasure inspired so how can you how you cannot remember what a lot of those oh. boss fights is pretty beyond me but they fly in from off the screen and hit you and it's super fucking annoying the fucking last one I remember many more than that. The last boss fight of Freedom Planet is the only one that I remember being that fucking obnoxious. I really wanted Freedom Planet to be Sonic as, like, through treasure, but I don't think that that vibe is... I didn't get that vibe at all. I I think you are absolutely fucking silly. Um, And... Ah. Like, I, I, I don't... Mm, this is gonna be this entire podcast, isn't it? This is just gonna <laughs> no, be. Maybe we should. This, just is, go- move on this is going planet. to be Let's move the- on from Freedom Planet. This is gonna be the literal podcast WrestleMania <laughs> that happens now. Um, and uh, thank you for the sub rock grumbler. Um, um, yes, for anyone listening I- at home, I-, I still have my alerts on because I don't know how to turn them off in OBS, uh, and, I- and I don't want to set them up again. Yeah, they're a pain. Um. So, where would you like to dig in to... I guess, for me, I thought, kind of starting with our history with the Sonic series. Okay, okay, we will go with that. We will go with uh, the history with the Sonic series. I will start. Uh, my My first experience with Sonic the Hedgehog was July 4th of 1991, I believe. Uh, We rented a uh, Sega Genesis for the July for the July 4th weekend. So actually it was probably July 3rd now that I think about it. Yeah. Um and I remember me and my dad playing it playing through Green Hill thinking <laughs> wow this is pretty good. Getting the marble zone and thinking what happened? What happened? What happened? It got slow. This like real like wow, can you believe Labyrinth Zone was originally supposed to be the second stage? That's even worse. That, I That's can't so nuts. If that yeah. would have happened, if that would have happened, Sonic would be dead in the water. <laughs> it would not have recovered. You don't recover I mean, from that kind of blunder. Yeah. Marble Zone was still that to me, though. No way, like, Marble Zone so much. It's so much easier, though, than Labyrinth. Marble I Zone, I actually, like, despite the fact that I don't like what it is compared to Green Hill Zone, I still like Marble Zone. That music's real nice, too. Oh, fucking yeah. I love that. I love that theme. Marble Zone, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I shouldn't hijack Polly's bit, so yeah. keep going. But, uh, yeah, I played it. Uh, I did not complete it until I got uh, Sega Genesis probably a year later for Christmas. Um, and I got that along with Sonic 2, and I love the shit out of Sonic 2. I still do. I still think that that is the game for me. 
uh, in terms of Sonic. And uh, I was, for a long time, I was kind of the the uh, the weirdo that didn't think Sonic 3 and Knuckles was all that great. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as time has moved on, I, I've come to appreciate and, and like that game quite a bit, but I still don't like it more than Sonic 2. Um, and mm-hmm. then, like... You know, as you push into the 3D era stuff, like yeah, <laughs> I n- never liked Sonic Adventure that much. <laughs> so I guess you can kind of fast forward to the three through the 3D stuff until you hit Generations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Generations was just like I, I bought Gen- like like Generations for the PC. I think it literally went on sale two weeks after it came out. <laughs> Oh, which which probably. I remember thi- which I remember thinking, oh, that's probably a real bad sign, but I bought it anyway, and mm. it ended up being on my game of the year list that year. So that's right. Mm. I think I bought it because you were like, dude, no, this. this yeah, I, I remember telling you specifically, <laughs> like, no, this is straight up the good shit. Like they they, they did a good Sonic for once. They did a good. So that's kind of like my protracted, protracted. Mm. Is that the word? That's probably not that. Yeah, you went back. You went back after generations and kind of like played colors. Yeah, colors. Uh, unleashed. Colors. Colors uh, is real unleashed. Good. Uh, I like the day stages of Unleashed, even though they're yeah. real fucking uncontrollable. Um, mm. It's gorgeous as fuck, though. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm still on the I I'm still on team excited to to get to play Sonic Forces uh, in a month. Hell yeah. Oh, boy. So, and, and you like Sonic 06 in a charming way. And I, Yes, I love Sonic 06. Like, I don't even think you can call it ironic. <laughs> like, I think I just genuinely like that game for the fucking silliness that it is. Because I, I play that game and I have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of like my condensed history of Sonic. What about you, Rhett? Uh, I played the first game basically when it came out. I don't really remember the time frame, but, you know, probably 91. Like, oh, because I, I was the Turbo Graphics kid, though. And it was like, oh, Sega's got something coming finally. Oh, we're going to pay attention to the Genesis. Oh, yeah, they got, like, they were hyping Sonic, like, well before it came out, even. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all over and the then, place. So I got Sonic and, you know, Green Hill Zone, yay! And then you get to Marble, and I was like, mm-hmm. Like... That zone basically prevented me from ever actually getting the spring yard properly. Like, Ouch. I honestly really don't like Marble Zone. But then that game had the cool deep bug mode, and, like, you could, like, add enemies and stuff into Green Hill Zone and, like, fly around as a ring. Yeah. So, like, that was my first kind of dumb level design and stuff. And then I played, like, through the stages just using level select, and it was always weird. Like, why is, like, Act 3 of Scrap Brain even more Labyrinth Zone? Oh, that makes me so mad. <laughs> So, like, I would just, like, play Starlight Zone and then skip to the last <laughs> boss. Uh, and then Sonic 2 came out, and that one was fucking amazing, and they don't have any rings in the last area, though. Nope. So yeah, that's that... probably the hardest chunk of the, of the yeah. Genesis games. So that game was one where I liked it enough to the point where I would play through the whole thing, die on the Death Robot, or Death, death mm-hmm. whatever. And then just play through the game again, and finally was able to beat it eventually. Mm-hmm. Come on, like, it's, just 12, I mean, it's just twelve hits. Come on, you can do it. Oh my god, is it twelve or sixteen? It it's might 12. be sixteen. It's twelve. Oh. I did it recently. The other thing, though, is that I didn't know 
you can hit him when he's like walking forward if you're very specific with your timing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you had to wait for him to land and then bend over. So that fight took a while. You can mm-hmm. also you can also like if you finagle it right, you can spin dash yourself behind him when he's trying like when he's trying to crush you. Yeah. You can like spin dash and you can get behind him and get in like six or seven hits. Well, mm-hmm. I did it the very long and hard way. Oh, I was I was a cheap kid. I was like, I'm gonna yeah. cheese the fuck out of this. Well, I didn't know how to cheese it, and like, you make any mistake, you die. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. Spikes God, everywhere. Anyways, anyways, Sonic Three, I really liked, and then when Knuckles came out and you could lock them on and get the save system in both of them, it became like by far my favorite of the series because mm-hmm. it's the one that does like every act has a boss, every act has different music, and then. There's that huge, ridiculous climax, and then oh, when you have so Supersonic, good. you get Doomsday Zone. Like, there's so much to that game. Yeah, and I it's think the so, reddest of the bunch, yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a bit why I'm more positive on Mania, basically, because Mania yeah. feels the most inspired, I think, by Three and Knuckles. <laughs> and it has Blue Sphere, which I unironically love. I like Blue Sphere a lot, too. Someone, I forget who said this on Twitter, but somebody goes, "I used to like Blue Sphere till I played Mania." Oh yeah, they get some of the blue, the new Blue Sphere configurations are real dickish. But there's so there's like 32 levels, like even in Sonic and Knuckles. Like if you got all Chaos Emeralds in both games, it would be like 14 levels. Yeah, it's yeah, like so. There's 32. It's nuts. All right, if you go, if you jump into the checkpoint every time you open it up and then do the blue sphere, you're like you're playing blue sphere for like half of your Sonic Mania playthrough experience, right? <laughs> Over like that. that's absurd. Yeah, Let's do the that's game twice so normally before playthrough where I'm just like I'm gonna hit blue sphere every time it comes up. Look, fucking blue sphere, like hate it or love it, great fucking theme. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah. Uh, Sonic CD, I played when it came out and was like, I'm liking this game. And then I played it when the Taxman port came out on Steam and was like, man, the level, des- the, the, the level design in this game is terrible. It's absolutely wait, wait, wait. dickish. So the Sonic then, CD, the Taxman point port is on, for Sonic CD is on Steam, but not 1 and 2. Not yeah, 1 and 2. Yeah. But you can get the ROMs of the Genesis games True. Yeah. on Steam. So technically yeah. they all are there. But yeah, you don't get the cool widescreen and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I played through Sonic CD again and like did the whole like actual travel back to the past, explore the levels. And I'm like, eh, it's, it's better now. Like, yeah, that is, that in this is a much game, better way but... And then, you know, 3D games. I loved Sonic Adventure because oh, it has God, a pink party. What is it with then... you people? And Sonic Adventure 2 was pretty disappointing, but it does get super ret anime at the end, which I love. So good at the end. And then Heroes I just really didn't like, and then I didn't play any of them for Until Colors, which was okay, and then Generations, which is really great. Hmm. That motherfucker just said and then there haven't been any, And then there haven't been any Sonic games since, until Mania. <sighs> Actually, there was Sonic Boom and Sonic uh, Lost World, which I didn't play. Oh, yeah. There that was... Lost yeah. World's pretty bad. Fucking Sonic game, you need to hold a run button. <laughs> it's the Mario of Sonic games. Oh wait, really? Yeah, for that's real. like that's like one of the things and like um one of the things that I never really considered um when looking at Sonic One was looking at it as like 
not in relation to other Sonic games, but as like, oh, this is Sega's response to like Mario and stuff. And then things like, instead of having a mushroom and coins, you just have rings, which serve the purpose of both. Instead of having a run oh. button, you just you just have the jump button instead of X, Y, Z. So doing a lot of the same things as Mario, but like very condensed and maybe more elegant. Yeah. The I mean, Lost like World not... really just wanted to be like Galaxy. Galaxy yeah. So. Yeah. That yeah. sucks. It's so weird that Mario and Sonic always get compared and like, oh, they're rivals. When like, as platformers, they're like totally they're, opposite yeah, ends of the spectrum. Yeah, they're no way near... Like, Donkey Kong Country and Sonic are, like, way closer, I think. Yeah. So, John. My experience? Yeah. We had a Super Nintendo growing up. <laughs> um, like, that was my, my... So my first video game was, like, Mario World, um, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but my cousins had a Sega Genesis. <clears throat> and my, some of my fun neighbors had a Sega Genesis, and they had all the Sonic games. And whenever we visited, we would play the Sonic games. So we played all, they had all three, so we played all three. Um, <laughs> I played a good, one a good bit, two a good bit. I played, I remember playing Sonic Sonic and Knuckles just on its own a lot, for whatever reason. Mm. Um, yeah. I think because climbing around as Knuckles was really fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so I played that intermittently, so it always had this kind of allure to it along with a lot of other Genesis games like Echo, where we didn't get past the first level. Nobody did, and, ever, actually. <laughs> and the um, World of Illusion, I think. Um, so we, we played... So the Genesis games always had that kind of mystique. Mm-hmm. And when, finally, I think we got the PC version of Sonic, the PC ports. Ooh, like, the oh. PC ports. And we had them installed on our computer, and I was like eight or something. And then, like, I remember them just... We at one point not having them on the computer, and it's like, oh, I can't play Sonic anymore. Um, and then a while later, we got Mega Collection on the on the GameCube, and then played them all to death. And then that's when I, I finally played through all of them like several years ago, and kind of narrated my experience to Polly and Rhett doing it. Yeah. So I thought that was over, yeah. I think over I was... the course over the course of this entire podcast, <laughs> I feel like we've gone through that entire <laughs> journey with you. Mm-hmm. I play. I streamed all of um my first Sonic Three and Eccles playthrough. Actually, I remember Red complaining because I didn't go to Doomsday Zone. Oh yeah. Like... <laughs> I remember specifically playing through one a bunch and then compl- sending like aim messages, bitching, whining about um every level that wasn't Starlight and <laughs> Green Hill. I remember when people used AOL instant messenger. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Even I moved on. Yeah. So, lots of good memories there. Um, I played CD um, on on stream, I think. This was part of that journey, and I just ran through it. Um, and then I played it seriously in the with the iPhone port and still didn't like it much. Um, <laughs> played Generations, and that was my first 3D Sonic. Loved it. Went back and did Colors. Finally went back and did Adventure 1 and 2. And those games came at me like right when they were... I was really open to that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and they resonated with me a lot. Um, and that's ba- my basic experience with the series. I really, um, I think I played through one, two, and three again, like last year or something, and then played one and two to death on my phone and kind of settled into current feelings towards the games. Uh, I, they're some of my favorite platformers. I really like Sonic a lot. If yeah, they put 
if they put three and knuckles on phone, John would like them. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's probably a big chunk of it. <laughs> I, I could only play it. God, the Lava Reef boss is Sonic, though. Ugh. That's cool shit. I remember getting there was like, oh my god, this game is so cool. Because <laughs> um, as a kid, I never got past Sandopolis. Wait, no, I did it as I did as Knuckles because you could climb the walls. And yeah, you could the... fucking <laughs> cheat your way right out of Sandopolis. Oh, mm. that's great. Yeah, I think I I actually did get to Death Egg a couple times, um, and I think that was as far as I ever got into any of the Sonic games as a kid. How'd you figure out the Impossible Barrel? No, I was only playing um, Vanilla Sonic and Knuckles. Oh. Um, and then, but then I could never get past Death Egg. Um, so I must have seen the Lava Reef boss, but fuck, it it, it came, I, I completely forgotten, and it was super cool seeing that again as a growing up, being surprised. Um, so yeah, at, as of right now, I kind of want, like one a lot, because all the stages kind of have this strong variety, like every stage is doing something different. Um, I like two a lot because it kind of hones in on that breezy quality in some of one stages and just really builds on that and has a really exciting and um, a, a really exciting and tough climax. And then I like three and knuckles a lot because it has just really cool spectacle. I think um, three yeah. is the perfect uh, combination of both spectacle and having just perfecting that formula because I yeah. think that it handles everything that. The first two games try to do, mm-hmm. and you know, like even down to like when they're wanting you to slow down and platform a bit, mm-hmm. it's still pretty fun in Sonic Three and Knuckles. Yeah, I think it's probably my least favorite just because it goes on the longest, and the, like the other ones, I can really just sit down and breeze through, um, and I really appreciate yeah. that as of late in a platformer in a platformer. Yeah, I Sonic think that's, and... that's kind of my problem with Sonic 3 and Knuckles. It's like, I rarely ever want to sit down and play the whole thing. Mm. Well, it's it's well, the post-Super Mario World Sonic game. Like, I know the other... I know Sonic 2 came out after Super Mario World, but Sonic 3 and Knuckles feels like a post-Mario yeah, World yeah, yeah. Sonic yeah. game. Well, I was about to say, like, Sonic Mania kind of steering things back to the main topic of discussion here. Mm-hmm. Sonic Mania, I feel, is very much in that same pacing as... Mm-hmm. Sonic 3 and Knuckles. I mean, it also has 12 zones. Like, they're yeah. pretty similar in that regard. And yeah, it's a game that's just a bit too long to ever really think about doing in one session, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, uh, like I think speedruns for it at the moment, like, even with glitches, are still close to the one-hour mark. And that's any, that's any percent without grabbing yeah. emeralds. So, like, that's a I don't... bit much. I think the emeralds you can get done really fast. I saw a video of somebody getting all seven like by chemical plant two or something. Fuck it was kind that of fifth one though. Fuck that piece. Yeah, so of the garbage. one's really hard. Oh my god. Get... That's the hardest one. I don't know why they did that. So I feel weird about Sonic and Three Three and Knuckles length. I'm not crazy about some of the stage choices. Um, I think there's a lot of filler. There's some good amount of filler there. Okay, but the, wait, 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 I'm building up to a, I'm building filler? into a point. I'm building into a point. Okay, um, but it has all this really excellent storytelling and pacing to it. Um, and once you get into that, the climax is like several zones of build up. Like lava reef builds into the sanctuary, builds into the death egg. Yeah. Um, and then you have doomsday zone. There's so much to that. There's so much meat to it, and the relationship with Knuckles throughout the game. 
Um, I don't think Sonic Mania does any of that. Oh, yeah, it does. It doesn't do any of the things that Sonic 3 and Knuckles, that make me really like Sonic 3 and Knuckles. If Sonic 3 and Knuckles was just the 12 zones without that build-up and pacing, I would really mm-hmm. just get... Um, yeah. like, that's, that's kind of what made is to me. That's one of the bigger things that I really, really, really don't like about Sonic Mania is that there's no ambition there to kind of help like make it feel like you're working towards something it's just a greatest hits compilation with with with, with all the songs that you know from albums that are probably better <laughs> you know so it, like it really is like the, you're hearing all of the songs out of context with how they would fit onto their respective albums much like you're playing through zones that yeah. are being played through in an order that doesn't feel right at all yeah the stardust to um Hydropolis transition was kind of I'm like a so hilarious punch in the bad. gut. It was just like, a, oh come on, yeah. Oh. I, I literally don't understand that one. You just go to dropping into <laughs> Hydro City it's after the big climactic boss fight with Metal Sonic, and then just yeah. all right, here's Hydropolis. Yeah. That one especially is just... Just like... And, like, the thing is, like, they kind of, like... They have that moment at the start where you got a little cutscene with these characters who I guess were supposed to be major antagonists, but... They're in the animated intro. Fuck if the game actually kind of... Does anything. Does anything to, like, make them seem like, oh, I just... I don't know. I guess they're just, like, more robotnik robots, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's I never thought anything of what the hard-boiled heavies is that it? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I had no idea they were a thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I had seen their artwork before the game came out, so I knew they were a thing. And then the first one you fight is the Studioopolis Act One boss, which is like a, the the auto runner. Yeah. So it's it's one of the longest fights in the game, I think. Yeah. Because like mm-hmm. even if you do it fast, like the four hits takes, and then there's like the transitions yeah. up and down levels, which I think is really cool. But yeah, it's like also kind of not a great fight where it's just hit the blue missile. Yeah, and like it's just Do literally it's it's just literally look at the background, where's the missile? Okay, that's the order that the third that the blue missile will come at you and then just yeah. roll towards the edge of the screen when that missile's going to come on. Yeah. Yeah. And then side so, point, side point, they they took like one of the most boring bosses from Sonic 2, the um oil ocean one, mm-hmm. and then just included Included it without making it less boring. Yeah. Where you have to wait for the fire laser to come up very slowly and shoot lasers very slowly, and yeah. it's just the same. Oh, is oh. that one the same? I thought they also made that one like way harder in this game. I think they added a bunch of shit, but the laser itself is still just super slow. The laser bit, the bad yeah. bit, is still just there. Yeah, That's like weird. they drop you down into like the oil with the the with the boss, which then mm-hmm. like that doesn't happen in. Uh, Sonic too. Gotcha. That's yeah. cool. But yeah, uh, what was what were you saying, Matt? Uh, so the first time you fight hard boiled gunner at Studio Optus Act One, like you blow up all his minions and then he just flies away and then you literally don't see him again till the end of the game. <laughs> and it's just like, because then like maybe if he had shown up as like the Act Two boss, there would be some sort of transition. Yeah, right, you know? like it would actually make sense. Because then, like, Magician shows up at the start of uh, Mirage Saloon, mm. and then, I don't know, you fight her at the end. 
but like and then like 90 percent of that fight is her just turning into other sonic references like yeah. oh it's bark and bean and fang it's like I still, I, thought, I still liked magician that was my that one like that was they, actually good they yeah. the most like of the work into it, it. yeah 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 like shinobi at the end of press garden is yeah that's a pretty good fight i don't know but mm-hmm. like there's no build-up and then there's kind of no payoff no. and then they just shove the other two into lava reef yeah where you fight one is sonic and then you fight the other one is knuckles yeah oh weird so i didn't even fight one of them yeah oh, you never you... fight you never fight the king unless you get all the emeralds or play as knuckles yeah weird so like when i first beat the game me who cared about these rivals <laughs> was like what about the king what the fuck i, I beat the game and it was like what the fuck <laughs> that's rough and then when he plays Knuckles, it's, like, maybe one of the worst fights. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it wasn't, like, aggressively bad. It was just, like, average. It just kind of was kind of like the others. It Fighting was just... bosses is not fun as Knuckles. Yeah. It's kind of boring. Yeah. Gotcha. He has some really... Knuckles has some really hard ones because of his shitty jump. Yeah. Like, oh, Flying Battery Act 1 is actually, oh, like, God. really hard. Yeah, because you just have to. Which boss is that? That's the one that like trash compactor. Yeah. So all you have to do is oh, wait weird. for the trash to keep rising up, but then Knuckles has to wait even longer. Yeah. Gotcha. So... Yeah, that one was super easy. The spider. The um people seem to have a lot of trouble with the bosses. The only one they gave me a tr- the... rough time was um the spider boss. I love the spider, the spider boss. Is great. That's like one of the ones I really like because it's yeah. so physics based and like you kind of see some contra hardcore in there yeah definitely. yeah that's that's definitely thing. one of the reasons i really like plus it. they introduced the standout the standout character um <laughs> omelet yeah omelet, yeah <laughs> what's amazing about the fan art in that character is how she overtook the actual new characters yeah <laughs> yeah like if and, and there's going to be a sonic mania 2 and she is going to be in it i will guarantee it so it's like, it makes more sense for them to just focus on one new character as a rival instead yeah. of five. How cool would that... it be if she was the main rival throughout that game, and they did all new zones? So kind of like the rival, kind of like the rival in Honor's Relic of the Stars, or which does not... that a lot better than Sonic Mania. <laughs> I mean, Sonic Three though had Knuckles as the rival, and it right. kicked ass. But you never fight him until, like, the very end of, like, Hidden Palace. Yeah. Uh-huh. And even then, it's not really kind of a it's, real boss fight. It's a pretty junk fight. <laughs> but, like, they made him a rival, but he kept fucking with you in every level. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Through, like, those little cutscenes. And, like, that's what this game fails to do. I mean, in he any... fucked, yeah, they didn't even need a boss for it to work. He fucks yeah, up. that's what I'm saying. He fucks up Super Sonic right at the start of the game. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but then all he does the rest of the game is just like, I'm going to hit this switch I'm and drop it down. I'm going to hit the switch. <laughs> I'm going to knock you out of this fucking egg carrier. <laughs> He's just kind of a minor dick throughout the rest of the but game. You remember him. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's really nothing like that in this game. No. Like, Heavy Magician has, like, such a brief cutscene that, like... Something about, like, the Caterpillar turns into the Act 1 boss, but, like, it's so obscured. I don't know. It just doesn't land at all for even me. Yeah. Gotcha. So, you were mentioning how this game is, like, a best-of album 
by yeah. like your favorite band and all yeah. those songs are out of order mm-hmm. and then you mentioned new zones yeah so like, it's the best of album but with like five new well four new songs with like with like a few new songs on it that were probably like, like well in 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 you know in a greatest hits context it would be like their b-sides that we were probably released in europe but we're gonna sell them now <laughs> or, or my, my thought is like 16 new songs and then or 16 old songs and then track 17 is a new one yeah that that's yeah, we, usually the case as relates yeah. to greatest hits albums so anyways uh studiopolis studiopolis holy shit they made a casino zone that doesn't suck <laughs> yes pretty much i really like casino zone I like it bouncing around everywhere. It's fun. I no. Yeah. I hate being bounced around. Like <laughs> it's annoying as fuck. It's so that... cute when you're when you. It's like ah shit. Fuck, ah, fuck. <laughs> and the casino zone boss is one of the harder ones in Sonic Two too. I never got past it as a oh, kid. I... Yeah. Casino night zone. The, the in Sonic Two that boss is hard. Just yeah, get on, but... just get on top of him and stay on top of him. You have right. to do physics to do that. Yeah, that's <laughs> not hard to... to do. All you've got to do is bounce your, like, get yourself up halfway up one of the walls and then jump off and you'll land on top of him and then you can just, like, balance yourself back and forth on top okay. of him. Okay. Well, Easy to my do. Way is more, my way is more fun. I, I zoom across the bottom and then jump off the side wall, hit him, bounce back, zoom across the bottom, jump off the other wall and oh. get the rhythm going. It's real fun. I use the flippers and just take a billion hits. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Why not? I mean, hey, it's a valid strategy. That's what—that's kind of what Sonic is built on, really. Is that one ring lifestyle, baby? Yeah. <laughs> so to me, Studioopolis, though, especially Act One, is like the platonic ideal Sonic level. Kind of, yeah. Cool. yeah. And like that's the one they kind of base the animated intro off of, and then mm-hmm. it even has Heavy Gunner in the intro. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> But yeah, that zone is just so much fun. Yeah, yeah, that's also the one that they pumped up for all the advertising too, so everyone got to see it. Yeah, that was the one like that was demo to Sega originally, and then like the one kind of in the trailer reveal. Yeah, that was definitely the one they focused okay, on. Okay, am I the only one that had some visibility issues in Studiopolis though? Because I felt that like at certain points, it, like the background and the foreground colors were way too mm-hmm. similar, and. I couldn't really tell the difference between what I could and couldn't stand on sometimes. Gotcha. I was thinking about the, um, I thought you were talking about the silhouette stuff, which I really love. No, no, the Uh silhouette stuff is great. It's like running through fucking Mm -hmm. those buildings and like smashing out the windows, which has a nice satisfying, it's nice satisfying. It feels really good. It's it's Mm -hmm. real good. You get like a one second screen flash when you break a window too. It's like, it's really nicely done for, for such a simple effect. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't say I had any visibility issues though in that stage. But th- I think there are times in the game though where like a platform will be slightly darker than the rest of them. Yeah, but you can still stand on it. Like, there's definitely layers involved in the game where sometimes like you'll pass a point, then be bounced back by a spring, yeah. but then you'll go down. And like sometimes the way they kind of draw the art for that, I think, is maybe a bit off. Yeah, gotcha. God, this is pretty. Uh, I'm looking at a video right now, just like, oh. I mean, yeah. Studio Opera. The, the colors, like, the colors, y'all. Yeah, like, it is so a colorgasm. Good. Like, mm-hmm. it's straight up a gorgeous stage. 
Yeah. Man, this game looks is so looks so smooth. Like the playing, it must feel really good. Ah. And like the, I like the whole idea of just like mixing it, like your your casino zone with mm-hmm. like a, a a TV studio and how they play yeah. on that with like the big monitors in the background when you start the second act looks really cool yeah. with like the big Eggman. Uh, yeah, Studio Plus Act Two really really kicks it up. Emphasizes the whole TV studio thing cut to give it a unique feel. And then the yeah, bosses... I should play this game. This looks really cool. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's that weather boss at the end, which is... It's so adorable that I can't hate Yeah, I can't hate that weather boss. boss. Even though that weather boss is just, like, seriously, like, the easiest thing ever. It's just, like, three attacks and... <laughs> Yeah, it's but such whole, a it's such a cute the idea. Is so good. It's so good. Yeah. And uh, then a couple levels later, you show up in Press Garden. Press Garden, another really really good zone. God, it's so pretty, especially when you get to the second one and the, the that reveal moving from the factory into yeah. the oh into the I really like press. the zone too, but man, I that think was so spellbinding controversial opinion time i think act one though is like the ugliest level in the game it's real like yeah like like the, the colors, colors they chose don't there don't work especially in like the big crates everywhere yeah, yeah. weird coloring but like as a level it's fine but like that one especially and the name is strange it's yeah. like, oh, this kind of feels a bit like a fan game or something. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a printing press and a garden. Yeah, it made me think of um, it made me so, think of uh, textiles. Like th- th- that's what I really liked. In okay, I'm not hating one with, too yeah. much, but I think it's more the visuals. Just kind of having, it doesn't feel like a Sonic level color wise. No, don't not at all. Not at all. Yeah, but, I think what I really pick- what really resonated with me there was the were the um the parallax bits in the background. Like that looked really pretty to me. And it, yeah, yeah. it's like the giant newspapers. It looks like in the background, kind of being shuffled and like blurred. Yeah, that looks cool. yeah, it's a really, really cool effect. And then yeah, yeah that's, you in Act Two, and it just totally changes, and you're like, "Holy crap! It's an ice level." Yes, mm-hmm. it's 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 like a, such a weird ice level too. And, and it, like, if ta- like I may be wrong, but isn't like the ice cube mechanic taken from the Game Gear games? I oh, cool. Don't. Oh, I've never played those. I think oh, that that I think that getting frozen in an ice cube and then moving along the ground and smacking into things is a uh, that hmm. I think that's a, a Game Gear game uh, mechanic. That's pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. even if it's not original, I think it's really done well here. Again, one of those <laughs> things where it's just like I'm smashing through things and it feels real good. Yeah, yeah. To, like smash through, like especially when you get the flame shield and you can just like go yeah, fucking anywhere. The, unfortunately, I think, I think like the Wii U version. I don't know if they patched it or not, but if you fucking flame shield a bunch of ice blocks, the game just crashes. Oh shit! Oh. That's no fun. So that's a weird thing that I've seen happen on tons oh. of streams. Mm. Oh jeez. Sorry, I figured out what I, I figured out. Another thing that really resonated with me in um, Press Garden Zone One is that they it's the one with the infinite vertical looping. Which oh, is one of my favorite tricks in um, in Sonic games I never is when like they do that. that. I never like that. Oh, it's so it's well, so confusing. I, I don't get it. the point of it. Like the point of it is to just be obtuse and stupid. What I don't what I don't get about it in this implementation is that at the end of the level, it looks like you're in an infinite loop, 
because you do like a figure eight, then drop down, then do another similar figure eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, like, if you just keep rolling, you eventually end the level. Yeah. Like you, you break out so easily. Yeah. Like there's maybe one of those rolling presses, and you have to take the top route to get out. But like, <laughs> like could not be signaled more, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of those things where it's like, hey, I didn't expect them to do that thing that I really liked from old Sonic yeah. games. But then, think- but then I realized, like, oh, I'm just happy that they're doing one of the things I didn't, I liked from the old games that I didn't expect them to do, not yeah. because they did something that like that surprised was, me. Yeah, that's original. It, it surprised you, but not in the way you kind of would really wanted this game to surprise. Well, mm-hmm. I I was pretty surprised by the ice stuff in Act Two when it's like when it first yeah, happens, you're like, you expect the ice to be like a penalty. Yeah, and it's not. And it's actually, like, the way to get through that level, which yeah. is really neat. It feels real good just bashing through shit and it incurring no penalty whatsoever. Yeah. Like, there are parts where you have to manually mash to get out. Yeah. But, so it is a penalty in some spots, but for a lot of it, it's like... There's one part on one of the routes where, like, you have to go left a bit to reach one of those... The free thing that'll freeze you. Oh. And then as soon as you hit that... You'll bounce between like four springs, slide all the way back you just yeah. came, and then smash through a wall. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, like that level especially. The map just absolutely confounds me because it's like there's at least like three paths that all end up at the bottom, mm-hmm. and then kind of exist in their own area. And then once you get out, they go up and above the others. It's like yeah, it's so is, weird it how. is a very like interesting dense yeah it's dense like i think that i I think it is probably the smartest dense level design in the game Mm -hmm. personally uh because there's other dense level design in the game that i think is straight up trash (laughs) we're getting there soon i think we're getting there any other thoughts on press garden i guess um i think the boss of act two is kind of eh oh the hard-boiled heavy shinobi yeah yeah i know it's pretty not good when i saw them it's like oh cool so they're saving the hard-boiled heavies for the original zones i get it and then that boss is very one note yeah <laughs> the first oh. the act one boss though i think is very cute where you have oh, to like, which one was that again yeah that's it's got like two two saws and you have to make it smack one of the uh metal boxes so that it'll like knock the saw off and then you hop oh up on yeah top that was cute like i think that yeah. one's really cute first time i played it though i just did you the whole probably jump into it eight times yeah. and eat damage the whole time <laughs> <laughs> well they show you well they telegraph it right when the boss fight starts it, it comes in and it saws through the wooden crate and then hits the other one and bounces off oh huh there's actually kind of an interesting semi-tutorial at the start of that level where like there's a monitor placed where you can't avoid it mm-hmm. so you drop down see an enemy on your right but then hit the monitor and bounce back up so you have to see that enemy for longer and yeah. it's one of those ones that throws the saw to its partner oh i love those enemies those are so good yeah. so like they intentionally delay you for like two seconds there so that yeah. you have to see it throw the saw the first time I yeah. thought oh, that that's, was cla- really clever. that's classy yeah, that's yeah. actually really fucking smart level design yeah. there. Yeah, and that enemy in general is really cool. That enemy like in general, good... they're so good. Yeah. Uh, then there's Mirage Saloon. Another another banger. Which yeah. starts with the biplane stuff, though, which I wasn't a huge fan I've of. I've never minded the biplane stuff in Sonic 2. 
I, yeah, I think I think it's mostly right. because, I think it's mostly because like it, it kind of slows things down a bit because <laughs> like in 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 uh, Metropolis like you still end up going pretty damn fast through Metropolis even though Metropolis is like a dickhead of a stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think it's I like a good way to slow things down before the climax and I really love that theme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, see, I, I love it in Sonic 2, yeah, because it's a good kind of calm before the storm, basically, where it's mm-hmm. part of the climax, like, you're exhausted after Metropolis, and then they but give But you're you that. right in that it's kind of like, did this kind of need to happen again? It mm-hmm. it feels in a weird place in this game, I feels think. feels very forced. Like, yeah, especially the way, like, the level transition. I think this, you just literally go from hydro city yeah onto the biplane in the desert and you're like what oh, weird it's so abrupt. and then like while you're taking in that shock of like the harshest level transition yet yeah heavy magician shows up knocks knuckles off the plane <laughs> and it's like wait what is happening <laughs> it's so quick yeah also so, uh, also ret meant to say uh hydrosity yeah, I, yeah, I'm doing that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> we got two of us, two of us in the right here. So if you play as Knuckles, he actually has a different Act One. Mm-hmm. He like goes through kind of a Red Canyon-ish area. Yeah, or Rash Saloon Act One that I thought was pretty cool because it takes advantage of the fact that he can climb and like there's not a whole lot of areas in the game that are specifically that really... for him. That's kind of, like, the thing with the game, though, is that, like, even though you've got Sonic Tails and and Knuckles at your disposal, the game's really kind of just built for Sonic with minor, with with some minor um, things here and there for Tails and uh, Knuckles. I think Tails is just, like... Hey, it's easy mode. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I haven't actually played with him. I think he jumps even higher than Sonic does, and yeah. he can fly. So like, he'll make bosses easier, and he can fly. <laughs> like, and then Knuckles tries to be hard mode, but I'm not sure. If it, he... It's done in it's the not... right way. Like, mm. bosses are definitely harder with him, but the, the levels because you can <laughs> climb, it's kind of hard to make him the more challenging character a lot of the time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you hit Act Two, which is just. Another banger, like uh, Studiopolis Act 1, I think. Yeah. And it's such a shame it's, like, one of the shortest levels. Oh, yeah, you were in and out of that shit so fast. I, I couldn't believe how short it was, especially when it's just Act 2. And it's like, oh, really? Like, yeah, that's, man, like, I would not have minded more time in, in yeah. a Mirage. Soaking in that and before getting to the, another Sonic 3 and Knuckles level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, I think it's, Oil Ocean is after Mirage Saloon. Gotcha. Yeah, it's one of the transitions that actually has some thematic consistency. Just a bit, one. yeah. They mm-hmm. even have, like, the animation of you getting in the gun and being shot off towards Oil Ocean. Yeah. Yeah. I generally yeah. prefer the um, Sonic, the non-Three and Knuckles throwbacks, because Three and Knuckles, like, was already kind of had, like, they, all the, they were what they were doing is, like, adding cool spectacle and extra mechanics to the <laughs> older levels but then with three and Eccles, they already had all that stuff there basically yeah they had all and that that's... Now, now, yeah like that's kind of why i was kind of bummed out by sonic three and knuckles taking up the lion's share of the throwback stages is that i already thought those stages were good mm-hmm. well there's only three of them really that feels like a lot there were there's far more flying battery hydro city and Lava Reef. That's it. 
Hydros Hydrocity, Flying Battery, Lava Reef. Are you sure? That's it. Hmm. I'm positive. Okay. That still feels like... I guess even in terms of this is one game versus I mean, Sonic, Sonic CD getting two and Sonic 2 getting two and Sonic 1 getting one! Oh my god, man. And they didn't it's even... The most, the most predictable... It, and they did Green Hill! The most predictable fucking boring opener they could think of. I mean, they start on Angel Island for some reason, and then it jumps to that, Green Hill. Okay, that part is really weird that they the used fuck? Angel Island for the intro. I don't get it. Like, I really like, would have loved like super. Give me Starlight. like an awesome Starlight Zone, or God. fucking, or fucking get rid of Metallic Madness and put in Scrap Brain. Fuck yeah! Yeah. <laughs> I just, mm, it's like they. I don't know how to word this, like, I don't want to speculate too much on what Sega, like, forced on the team to put in the game. My understanding from having read interviews is that, yeah, yeah, they were told, do more old zones. And that sucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you don't want to, I'm just trying to make it clear, we're not blaming the team for, oh, another Green Hill zone, like, ha ha ha. But, like, yeah, the fact that this game starts with Green Hill into Chemical Plant exactly like Generations Exa- does yeah, like, is pretty insane. That did not leave a good taste in my mouth when I first started oh, playing this game. Yeah, you stopped playing after Chemical Plant Pack 1. Stopped pl- yeah, I was literally, uh, this is so fucking boring. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, I, so John said, hint at, at something there, though, that was, like, exactly the realization I came to a day or two ago, where it's like, man, what this game is doing with the old zones from 1, 2, and CD is making them into Sonic 3 levels. Yeah. By having an a-, a boss on each act, mm-hmm. different music for each act, like, Spectral. different... Even different backgrounds, parallax. Yeah. yeah. And they then you get... Pretty. And then you get to Hydrocity, and it's just like, oh, like... This level already had all those things. Yeah. So we're kind of just doing it again. And then they're like, oh, what if you boat? Like, there's a yeah, boat. Yeah, there's, bo- there's boats now. <laughs> and and there's some bubbles that you float on, and it's really slow and kind of not fun. The boat, the, the bubbles <laughs> thing, I think, is also a, um, a, a, a Game Gear. That's, that's, it's one in one of the Game Gear games, I believe. Literally, what they do to punch up Oil Ocean is just add in the Sandopolis gimmick. Yeah, and yeah, is a bit weird as well. Yeah, I mean it's cool. I think it's I think it's a fun take. I didn't it's like, just that. like but yeah, I didn't like the I didn't like Oil Ocean Act Two at all. Okay, yeah. I, I anything they did to make it a little bit more varied, I appreciated. Like, that was actually something I really dug about Flying Battery was like, oh, yeah, this is one of the more, like, linear levels. There's more kind mm-hmm. of pacing to it because you're kind of, because there's not a lot of branching. You're kind of just moving through these platforming challenges a little more meticulously. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was kind of a breath of fresh air after the first three for me. Yeah, even I really... Even though it was just more Sonic 3 and Knuckles, I guess. Even though I'm kind of shitting on, like, the way they had to adapt Sonic 3 Knuckles levels into... A Sonic Three Knuckles formula, like I think Flying Battery is the one that came out the best. Where I really like their take on Act Two there. Yeah, Act mm. Two is real fucking good. Yeah, and like yeah, I, I, I like time. Flying Battery. 
Plus, that's one of my favorite Sonic levels. Period. Yeah, I like Act Two and how like they, like they add in the enemies from uh, Air Fortress, yeah, like the chicken cool. things, and then like the stormy skies. Yeah, like, it's a and real the fl- cool. And the few splits that level does have are kind of nuts because you can do like that level like one hundred percent different depending on which way you go at the start. Yeah. Oh, cool. So there's like one crazy path that like puts you in front of the end of the like if you visualize it as a ship you go around the front and up under to reach the end of the level it's kind of crazy yeah oh that's cool oh that's classy and then the fast route is actually going low and just staying at the bottom the whole time and then you have to deal with falling to your death as the penalty yeah it's it's one of the few sonic stages where like the low path is the fast path yeah and it makes sense because because you can die like if you miss Mm -hmm. your jump uh, and then Lava Reef is just like, Ugh. we took the biggest, most dramatic level from Sonic and Knuckles. Well, not the most dramatic, but like a level that already had very distinct halves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, what if we just shove in Marble Garden stuff for Act 1 and then Quartz Corrigent stuff for Act 2? Or and it uh, just other words, of... what if we took one of the best zones in Sonic 3 and Knuckles, <laughs> took our pants down and bent the big old turd all over it? Yeah, so that one... Just Didn't feels well. I fucking I hate Lava Reef Zone in this game. Oh it, my god, it's yeah, okay. terrible. It's. I think it's the weakest. I think it's pretty transparently the weakest one, right? Yeah. Like Hydro City is fine because they didn't really do anything to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it yeah. there's that arc to where like flying batteries really sharp and well done. Hydrocity is yeah. like all right, that's cool, and then Lava Reef is oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I think what they did to Hydrocity is basically reverse the axe so that the one that plays like Act One from Sonic Three is Act Two now, so it has the cool music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm like kind of still okay with it. <laughs> and I, I think the boss of uh Hydrocity Act One is really cute. It's so silly. Yeah, that's that was nice. Putting you in charge of the egg yeah. carrier is such a good idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. But then the Act 2 boss... It's like, just the same first... fucking thing! I couldn't believe that, though, when it's just, like, there's the first act where he's... Or the first part where he's chasing you, which has, like, a unique thing, but then, like, as the climax of the fight, it swirls you into the mid-boss from Act 1 of Sonic 3. Yeah. And it's and it's the same. It's just like, wow, that's... and it. Way to fucking just drop the ball. It's such a weird moment, because, like, that boss was always kind of dumb, where it swirls around the water, but not for long enough that you'll actually drown. Yeah. I've never quite understood that boss at all. It's a very silly boss. Yeah. Uh, so, we were we were doing the original levels, though, so we might as well get to Go Titanic ahead. Monarch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, I thought it was good. Great name. John likes this level too. Yeah. So I like it. I I really like Act One because it's not quite as annoying as Act Two, and I think a vertical Sonic level is a really cool idea. Like that that level seems like it's not very wide, but it's very tall, and you're so you're going up most of the time. And then the way you see that robot in the background getting bigger and bigger, and like as you scroll by it, is really neat. Yeah, I appreciated that. 
I, I, like the I, think the name, I think the name's cool. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Name's really I good. cannot stand Titanic Monarch. I, I like the I like the bit in the second part where you're doing all the orb shit, and I really like the um the teleporting walls. The teleport where you have to, shit like, think is about so it. stupid. The teleport shit is so stupid. It's just the game, like, for once in the whole game, like, all right, if you want to move forward, you're going to actually have to turn yeah. your brain on in the What are you slice. thinking about, though? All so you're I doing is fall fl- here, you're flinging yourself into random teleporters. That's it. It's a Fantasy Star 2 door maze. <laughs> yeah, okay. but then... Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's two, there's two things there. There's the big, like, four-directional hu- four hub, and you have to clear all those paths. But then in those... Any teleporters are bad, mm-hmm. and those are the ones you have to avoid. But I do agree that they f- overused the fling thing way too much. Yeah, and they don't. There was a lot. They don't feel as good as they do in um, Sonic Three yeah, mini Son- games. Yeah, in the Sonic Three mini game, they don't feel as good. Yeah, I okay, think that is remember. The weirdest thing, though, and I t- told John about this the other day, the funniest thing to me in this game, once I realized it afterwards, is that hub area with the four teleporters. In the background, <laughs> there's a stained glass window <laughs> with pictures of the five hard-boiled heavies on it. Oh, wow. And it's like the most unearned thing I've ever seen in a video game. Because it's shit. all dramatic. And you'd also think logically that you'd fight one of them at the end of the four paths. Mm-hmm. And then that would lead up to fighting the king finally. Yeah. And it doesn't do any of that. <laughs> Instead, when you're fighting Robotnik at the end of the game, he'll randomly teleport you to one of their fights. And like, yeah. They actually do have new fights, though. Mm-hmm. But then uh... it just teleports you away from them after, like, 30 seconds or if you, like, hit them once. Yeah, it's, it's real dumb. It's super weird. Also, final so... boss, so dumb. Yeah, I thought Which it was one? fine. Yeah, yeah, I got to the end of the lake. All right, that's the final boss. The, the Titanic Monarch uh, boss fight. Just it's. it's I, like, I thought, it's thought it was like a real like a suit, and he jumps around, and he's got like four cords, and you kind of break them all away, and he takes a bunch of hits. Yeah, I just thought it was pretty uninspired for what what should essentially yeah what will essentially be most people's you know final boss fight of the game. I was totally fine with it because it actually brought back the hard boiled heavies oh. and like. It was it was a more involved fight than like anything else in the game still, because you had these you had to learn those phases to not you know get beat up. And oh yeah, your... you're gonna get totally fucked up if you don't catch onto those uh, patterns mm-hmm. quick. Yeah, and it can but teleport it's... you out if you fucking get fu- it, like you can lose your rings if you get teleported That's out. That's you're real so fucked. <laughs> yeah, I was like fine with that fight being a little underbaked like dramatically. Because I'm like, well, Supersonic will have the real ending. And then that fight is garbage. So tell me about the Egg Reverie Zone, because I've never seen it, and I'm not getting all the Chaos Emeralds to play it. It's it's kind of like the final boss of Generations, but in 2D. Ooh. Oof. Like, so you go into like this purple void, which again, it's just like Generations. Ew. And like, uh, heavy, <laughs> hard-boiled King and Eggman are like in I a mean... mecha fighting suit, or they're like fighting each other over the Phantom Emerald. Mm-hmm. And then you play as Supersonic, obviously, and you've got fifty rings, and it counts down your timer, like 
and rings just kind of float around randomly so you can get some back but like his controls are super floaty and not like anything else in the game and it's never been explained and like if you press a you'll dash but that uses five rings oh good so i didn't realize that at first and was like dying super quickly but basically like you fight them at the same time but they take turns so like you've got eggman there and he kind of swings at you and you've got these super weird floaty flying controls and you have to just get in and hit him and then the other guy shows up and you've got to hit him yeah and egg king has like or hard-boiled king whatever has like kind of an electric sphere of power around him and it's like it's really annoying to get in and hit him um it's just it's just nothing felt good about it like it's pretty it's way too hard basically like doomsday zone was easy isn't right? that hard yeah it's just it's a mood piece it's a climax yeah like, mm-hmm. like this actually like killed me like four times and i'm like oh fuck i have to do this on my last life or i'm gonna have to play through all of egg or all of uh, Titanic, Titanic Monarch, Monarch again. again. Oh my god! And Titanic Monarch is not short. Yeah, that's like a fifteen-minute stage if you're like doing it pretty perfectly. Yeah, because that it's... last act is like eight minutes. Yeah, it's yeah, like like ta- like time overing in Act One or Two of Titanic it... Monarch is not uncommon. Yeah, I never did that, but I definitely can see how people could do it, especially on the second one. Yeah, the second one. Yeah, definitely. If you're not getting the gimmick. Because that one, like, the those teleporters that send you back when you fall into the wrong spot, like, those are just wasting time. Yep. That is the enemy of that level. Thankfully, they re-fucking set the, the, the timer before uh, the actual <laughs> Eggman fight, though. I think they just turn it off at that point or something. Well, and then okay, when, when you go to fight Eggman, and, like, the alert things pop up behind him, is that an Evangelion reference? I swear to God, it has to be. I don't know. It just maybe. feels like one because it looks exactly like the Ev- the Evangelion <laughs> monitors lighting up. Who knows? I, everything in this game is a Sonic reference, though, so like it would be kind of weird if there's just one one Ava reference. Yeah, I mean, there's a fucking Silver Sonic reference in the fucking so the, Metal Sonic so boss game, fight, but specifically the Game Gear one. Yeah, this. Yeah, that's that part is so weird. That boss fight's bad. That's one of the few it's, bad boss fights in the game. Uh, you know what sucks, though, is, like, they tried on that one. Yeah, they were really going for bad. it. Because that, That's probably the most dramatic thing in the whole game, is, like, yep. this three-minute Super Metal Sonic fight, and then yep. no individual part is really very good at all. Like, the part at the end where you get to the top and the spike wall drops down, and then you have to chase and hit him at the same time. Yeah thing is you like literally can't lose that part no because the, the rings will just hit the wall they hit the wall you go back and get the rings <clears throat> so you just keep getting hit and standing against the wall and grab all your rings and then try to get ahead of it or just get hit again and it's just like it's sloppy as hell yeah yep yeah and like the first half is literally the sonic 4 episode 2 metal sonic fight yeah which is rough it's just very simple platforming. Like, they probably should have made more of a level yeah. for you in yeah. there. Maybe not a race, because races are annoying, but make yeah. it a level where he's fucking with you the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw some people who are trying to get, like, through the game unhit, 
Oh, like, good luck. Hating that part because yeah. he's random. It's totally random, and he can totally get you in at, at angles that are completely unavoidable. Exactly. Like, if he, like, does, like, one of those dashes across the screen yep. and you're on a loop or something, you're just fucked. Yep. Uh, so what do you want to talk about next, then? So, like, maybe grand thoughts of the game still like, overall? I mean, I mean, I guess we could go over the returning zones real quick. Sure. Because yeah. there's a lot of them. And I, <laughs> yeah. I think we've kind of brought them up, a, a few of them up over the course of the show yeah. so far. But I think we can go ahead and get the rest of them out of the way so that we've kind of covered this game front to back like we you know we like we do with the spoiler cast i mean this isn't yeah this is not destined to be a three-hour spoiler cast don't get your no. hopes up people uh but i thought that this would be a fun thing for us to kind of cover so green hill it's what she expected to be yeah like uh i i, I it's fun breezy loop-de-loops it's just fun breezy loop-de-loops and uh, you should start a game with those before getting more difficult yeah maybe uh, chemical plant. That. Chemical plant is just kind of chemical plant. Like I like it so, in Sonic too. I I don't really like 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 I think chemical plant Act Two. However, okay, is pretty good. Like the way they use the bouncy yeah. goo and things like that. I don't really care about the Puyo Puyo boss fight because for me it's just a pace killer. Um, for but, me, Act Two is like, I think that's. If that game was at that level the entire time, it'd be a masterpiece. Because Act 2 is probably my favorite level in the game. Cool. I think that's the one that just introduces a clever lot of, gimmicks. A lot of, yeah, it introduces without, and focuses yeah, on it. And doesn't feel too busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they all kind of work together, I think. Yeah. And, like, the intro, the, like, the first, like, ten seconds of that level are also kind of a forced tutorial. Yes, it's very you, smart. Very smart. Yeah, where you... Like, you have to hit that first, uh, like, kind of injector thing into the goo to make it bouncy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you'll always hit that first kind of wall pad that yep. you have to jump off of. Like, it, it's simple stuff, but it, like... It, that it stuff, makes sure like, makes a difference. Time. I think yeah. that stuff makes a difference. And it shows smart level design uh, yeah. to do things like that. Because, like, I fucking hate it when games introduce gimmicks and don't fucking explain them. Like, the fucking yeah. end of the game. Yeah, yeah like... Getting supersonic in a hard fight, and like again, he doesn't play like supersonic does the rest of the game, where it's just he jumps super high. Yeah, and this is a whole fight, and you're just like, what? And oh, you lose rings if you dash. Like what? Yeah, like so, that. That shit's like like how do you have the cool tutorializing you get in other parts of the game there, but then you get to Egg Reverie, and it's just like completely fucked. Yeah. It's trying to do too much there, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, Flying Battery, I think we all kind of agree, that's actually yeah. a really sharp. good... It's really sharp, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty sharp. Um, I think what's so interesting about Flying Battery to me is that it really doesn't feel like other areas, because, like John said, it's a much more linear level. Yeah. But then yeah. you get to the outdoor parts, where there's, like, a ton of space to play with, but kind of one exit... So it's like mm-hmm. it, it expands and contracts basically that level, yeah. And then it doesn't split off into many paths, but there are definitely alternate paths and that feel pretty cool to find when you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was something that, that I actually just... had a lot of fun. Like when I was replaying it, like certain mm-hmm. zones, 
um, before talking about the game on the podcast, was just yeah. like, I really kind of, like, grew to, to love uh, Flying Battery Zone a lot, just because even though, like, you know, like like you said, like, there is constriction, it's still, mm-hmm. there's a lot to explore there. Yeah. And, and it was fun kind of, like, finding neat little paths to kind of, like, get yourself mm-hmm. onto the different paths. Yeah. Oh, Act 2 also has that thing where, like, there's doors that'll kind of open up and put you inside or outside. Yeah. And, like, they basically just take you to entirely different maps, though. So, like, I have no idea how huge that level is yeah, if you actually, it's... like, looked at a level editor. Unknown seems variable like the, there. It seems like maybe the biggest song to Sonic level ever. Just, Which but it doesn't actually... Again? Flying Battery Act 2 Jeez. has, like, different maps for inside and outside. Yeah. So it's, Ooh. like, it's really big. Uh, what's so the next? Stardust Speedway. I love this one. Yeah, really? I love this one too. I did not like well, anything about Stardust Speedway. I thought it was mm. cool that they like they made a Sonic CD level feel like another. <laughs> like it felt like a good Sonic. Okay, level they made a good Sonic level. Yeah, they took a, they they took the they they took a a, a level from a bad game. Mm-hmm. And 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 then they made an okay level in an okay game. I think what's funny yeah. about this one is that, like, it's almost like the total opposite of Stardust Speed or not sorry, of Flying Battery mm-hmm. and like level design kind of theory, where like this one has like huge like thick like blocks basically like yeah. level, level design blocks and like there's those tubes that like they did still have like those mazes made of blocks and tubes and springs yeah mm-hmm. which, you just is have the, to... which is sort of the essence of the level in sonic cds i appreciate yeah. that they contained that still it's like it feels so different from flying battery and it's kind of weird that they're in the same game only yeah. two mm-hmm. levels apart and yeah the way they made uh a Sonic CD level, like, feel closer to the others while still having some of its own identity. Mm-hmm. I appreciated I think... all that stuff about it. Plus, it had the super dramatic climax. Like, I I appreciated the spectacle, even if the execution was weird. Like, I enjoyed that it was going for it. My I, favorite, I, I personally enjoyed the there. execution. I was thinking <laughs> that word, too, but I wasn't going to go for that. My thing about... One of the things Paul's I love about this game is that it is so unapologetically, like, 32-bit. Yeah. Like, that fucking Eggman statue at the end of That's Metal really Sonic good. Fight like, it's PS1 so... as fuck! And, like, the bonus stages actually being, like, at such a low resolution, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Like, when you're playing it on, like, 1080p, like, if you zoom in, it's still, like, four pixels per yeah. one pixel. Like, it's... So, or, I think it's, it's four by you know, four by four. Yeah. So it's actually 16 pixels. But like the fact that they so unapologetically, unapologetically went for a shitty look on purpose. Yeah. It's, and, and still made it look good. It's so indie game. Like, yeah. Yeah. You'd never expect that from like a serious major publisher these days. And the way, like the green Hill act one boss and like every rotation sprite in this game <laughs> acts like it would on like old hardware. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's not fucking smooth and perfect at 1080p. Like it's still like you get super staircases all over this game. Yeah. It's pretty good. Like I can, like the, I can appreciate that. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. think I've ever seen a game recently 
like do rotation like this game does. No. Like just intentionally make it so gnarly and shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So while yeah. we're breaking down the uh mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 throwback zones, kind of want to throw it out to the, uh, anybody in chat that might have a question yeah. for us about Sonic Mania, uh uh whisper that to Rhett. Uh just click his name and click the whisper button. Uh, oh, and uh, we'll get to you uh, as we're kind of winding. Way easier. Yeah, there's not a lot of people here anyway. So, yeah. anyway, what what the fuck ever you want to do, um, yeah. Either, yeah. either whisper it or throw it in chat. Ain't nobody watching this shit. I, I might not see the whispers though because I have the chat popped out. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so say it in chat. <laughs> yeah, so say it in chat. So hydrosity, uh, we kind of oh, that one is. I for, I forgot about this one. I thought Oil Ocean was next. No, Hydrosity. Mm-hmm. We kind of yeah. Um, it's a zone that doesn't uh, add or really detract anything from the Sonic. Well, it, it may detract actually. It's just I like, was I was into the game um, up through Stardust Speedway. Yeah, like I feel pretty like especially um, with Flying Battery. Like that was really good. It was a good and offer. I didn't know I didn't know how many zones there were gonna be. So I I like could. Up through Stardust Speedway, it could plausibly be building towards, you know, a handful of original stages for the climax or something. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't even halfway through the game at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Metal Sonic is, like, the big half-point yeah. boss, mm-hmm. basically. Even though I think that probably should have been the pinout, maybe second-to-last zone. Mm-hmm. So, that's the other thing. What is that statue in the background? Is that Titanic Monarch? People I... need to know... That's kind of just what I assumed. But then I was watching the original ending for Sonic CD, and like during the you know the anime stuff in the ending, mm-hmm. there's a giant gold statue in the background there of Star- in Stardust Speedway, and I'm like, oh, is it a throwback to that instead? Oh. You don't even know. <laughs> but because there's so no confusion or cohesion that's yeah there's the no cohesion to you know like yeah nothing yeah. really feels put together right um but yeah hydrosity is just i mean it is what it is really oh uh, act two as the good music and the good happy breezy loop-de-loops and you run on water yeah oh the running on water feels good wait was that in sonic three knuckles yeah mm-hmm. that's act one. Oh. yeah okay I was like, "Oh, that's cool that they added." Okay, no, that was in the in the first game. Okay, yeah. So, uh, following <laughs> that, we've got Oil Ocean. I always liked Oil Ocean. Um, yeah. In Sonic Two, and mm-hmm. I liked Act One, and I didn't like Act Two. Uh, I don't like I, sh- like I don't like shit that fucks with my vision. So. Oh, I can totally get why you would. I don't like shit yeah. that fucks with my visibility. Because so. you've only got the one eye. I got one eyeball, <laughs> so it's not it's not fun times. Yeah. I really like though they give you all these fire shields and then the fire just sets the oil on fire. That's that was so really good. Clever. Holy love, like, shit, the that's the like coolest that. shit. The first time I fell into the oil and set it on fire, it was literally like, holy fuck! Like in general, <laughs> I think this game does really fun things with the elemental shields from Sonic Three. Yeah, and like when you're trying to speed run it, like so a lot of those will be very important to maintain in oh, order yeah. to do some of the faster paths. Like, there's some stuff in Flying Battery where you need the electric shield to the electric lift shield up to, to stay on the good path. Yeah, to, to, yeah. yep. Yep, yep. But yeah, the, the fire in Oil Ocean is really funny. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's good shit. We, we kind of talked about Lava Reef and being kind of just basically uh, uh, 
a not good version of that zone. Uh, Metallic Madness. I like this. I don't remember much about it, but I liked it. I like this one because it may as well just be a new level. It's it's Scrap Brain plus um, essentially yeah, Metropolis. Metropolis and like yeah. it's all right. So it's taking all the best levels from the old games <laughs> yeah. and putting them together. But it's just like it has so little to do with Metallic Madness from say Sonic yeah. CD. Yeah. That yeah may have just well been might as well episode. like that's the thing is like when I was playing it it was just like this this. This isn't metallic madness. This is literally mm-hmm. just scrap brain zone. <laughs> yeah, this is just literally a scrap yeah. brain zone and fucking the other one. Metropolis yeah, smushed together. Like honestly, know. I would have liked. It. I just would have liked it to be called scrap brain because metallic madness is such a shitty name. Yeah, yeah. You just hit highlights ass. Shit. Could, highlights okay, ass motherfuckers. Okay. Neo scrap brain. We could have just called it that. Cool. Yeah, that would have been. That would have been. Yeah, that would have worked fine. And then it would have technically been a new level, maybe. Yeah. That kind of yeah. Said that. <laughs> so that's kind of like all of the the throwback. Yeah. Uh, Act one of that has the gimmick where you can be thrown into the background. Yes, that stuff. is such a good. Cute. That's Cute. so good. They should have used it more, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird that like, one of my th- confusing things about this game is that like. It's not consistent that Act One is the original or the original game, and then Act Two is the new kind of remix. Mm-hmm. Like Metallic Madness, like Act One is the remix because yeah. that's the one with the background stuff, and then Act Two has you get physically shrunk down and smaller. Mm-hmm. But like the boss the of game. that stage is so good. It's so. But those totally could have been you fight like Eggman minis. You fight, yeah, like he's a vending machine, and you have oh, to, yeah, you have to keep cute. hitting the little wheel to like keep popping them out. And there's like an Amy. There's like uh, like a bunch of uh, uh, older Eggman robots. Yeah, it, it is so fucking cute. It's, it's cheesy. Yeah, I guess that's all the old zones though, because yeah. then Titanic Marker is the last one. Yeah, so we've kind yeah. of like uh, essentially kind of tore the game down yeah. really top to bottom i mean you honestly know, like, the metallic the metallic madness titanic monarch one two punch i think is was really well done so i don't know if, if the whole package had been just tightened up and then just they remove kind of, oil ocean <laughs> yeah remove lava reef really. oh, like, lava oh, ocean, reef. I like lava reef oh yeah you're right yeah um just tightened up the whole thing and then made the structural stuff that the dramatic stuff, like with the hard-boiled heavies, make that stuff make sense. Like like Rhett said with the, the first act not being a remix and then the, the, with the second act being a remix, like there's no consistency or through lines to grab yeah. onto. You're just playing it and playing it and playing it and then it ends. Yeah. It's, and then eventually yeah. it ends. And that's, that's think... just a killer for me, especially when two and yeah. three, and I think one, um, all have just really sharp build up and pacing and payoff. Yeah. I think it's virtually impossible though to have that with all the old levels. Yeah. Yeah. Like the only way I could see that working is if they just put all the old le- or all the new levels together at the end. But then even <laughs> using the ones we have like I don't know how you'd flow from Press Guard into Mirage Saloon to Titanic Monarch. Like, they don't even work together with themselves. Here's all they had to do. Here's all they had to do. 
TMNT Turtles in Time that shit. You start out oh, a bunch of familiar stages, and then halfway through you beat Eggman, and then whoop, 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 time thing happens. And Fuck oh you. look, you're in a bunch of new levels to end the game. Fuck yeah. Okay, but that's I think how the doing... game starts is with whoop whoop whoop. Oh, you're back in the past, Green Hill Zone. Yeah, the whoop 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 is really well done. Like I think the I think the whoop 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 would be an excellent <laughs> transition mechanism. I think we should. But then they don't. Whoop, it doesn't whoop, make whoop. sense. They just jump from level to level. They jump from past level to past level without using that. So what yeah. was the whoop 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 whoop? <laughs> <laughs> I never understood that. I never understood what the whoop 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 was. What's I never with understood the whoop, what whoop, whoop, the whoop. I never understood what the Chaos Emeralds had to do with the story. I never understood who the Hard World Heavies were. I never understood what the fucking Gem Rock was. Yeah, it's the Phantom Emerald, and yeah, I don't know what it does, but it sends you into the past. At Sometimes. The end of Sometimes. The end of, well, maybe both times, because it sends you to Green Hill Zone. All right. Which is, which is kind of representative of the past. And then it sends you to start a speedway in the past, and then you hit the future sign and go back. <laughs> I know, I'm mixing metaphors, because now we have the phantom gem and we have the the signs, but we're not in the future for the rest well, of it. Well, you get whoop, 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 whoop going, in, <laughs> going into chemical plant, too. Oh, right. So that yeah, they, they look... use the whoop, whoop every now and then, but like, there's no logic to it. There's no consistency. That, maybe that puts you back in the present when you're in chemical plant, and then... You go back to the past for a Stardust Act 1, and then that's it. Maybe. How about this? Who can say, though? I had this whole theory. I told John about how I would do the time travel in this game. Right. Where I'm like, okay, at the end of, I don't know, but I was like, <laughs> all of, what is it? Oh, Hydro City. All of Hydro City is going to be in the past. Mm -hmm. And then Mirage Saloon will also be in the past. Then you'll whoop 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 to the future, and and Oil Ocean will be the future version of Mirage Saloon. And I thought uh -oh. that was really clever. That works. That works. But they but then, were not like, thinking. Does that this far game out. even have time travel? Like, who can say? We don't even yes. know what whoop 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 means. Yeah, because you saw the map of the game, right, Grant? You should that's, that that's not official. I think somebody was okay. desperately trying to make sense of nonsense. Okay, I thought that was official. Cause that was some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, like 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 Tinker Gemini's like we like we we were not we don't know what the whoop 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 is. I think that's the biggest failing of the story is that they didn't explain whoop 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 whoop. How do they do that? Sonic Generations them? did it better. Yeah, Sonic like Sonic Generations made it make sense. Sonic Generations also had a lot of cutscenes with talking in them. That's a good point. Well, like there's... you know what? It had a bunch of cutscenes and a story that didn't make sense, and, that did make sense, and no dialogue. Sonic uh, Three and Knuckles. Yeah. He, he punches you and hits a button. <laughs> I don't. Like I just that want, I wanted the game to make as much like, sense. Oh, right. Let's get that Eggman. Why couldn't the story make as much sense as Sonic Three and Knuckles? <laughs> like then it would have been amazing and satisfying, and I probably would have loved the game. Other thing is at the very start of the game, there's five kind of normal egg heavies. And then whoop 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 happens, <laughs> and they're the hard boiled heavies now. Okay, so, so also it hard boils eggs, it teleports, and it time travels. But there's also signs you can run past the time travel you. Okay, and there's a gem that caused all of this. And then the one hard boiled heavy is fighting about it with Doctor Robotnik, but only if you have all the Chaos Emeralds. Okay, so you want to get into the true ending shit? 
Okay, let's sure. go ahead and get into the trending when shit. I did see game... somebody somebody mentioned it in chat, so we will go ahead and go. Yeah, Tango Jim and I mentioned the true ending in chat, so let's go ahead and talk about that since Rhett is probably the only one of us that yeah. knows what this Did is. You... I when, you beat... <clears throat> when you beat the game as Supersonic and you know you do the whole fight in purple void space, mm-hmm. a, a teleport opens up and classic Sonic whoop whoop whoops into Sonic Forces. That's the ending. For real? For real. You're not the shitting end- me right now. I'm not shitting you that, that they are absolutely connected. That the I... whoop-whoop-whoop gem might show up in Sonic Forces. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, if, what is... if Sonic Forces has whoop-whoop-whoop-whoop? It's gonna so, fucking have whoop-whoop-whoop-whoop, well, isn't it? Hey, at least Sonic Forces has talking, so maybe they can fucking they make, can make it make sense. They can make sense of the whoop-whoop-whoop-whoop. I don't know yeah. if this is spoilers, because the game is not out, but people have speculated that the boss, or the enemy in, in Sonic Forces, Infinite, yeah. is, the, is the gem. Because he Ooh. has a purple thing on his chest that kind of looks like it. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, but I, I'm so down for Forces. I'm so down for... Sonic with Star Fox dialogue in the stages. I think that sounds cool. But it's totally explicit that the Sonic in the classic ah. Sonic in that game is the one from this game. Alright, cool. So it also moved him through dimensions or time, maybe? I don't know still. <laughs> and it hard boils egg robots. Yeah. It has that power too. But yeah, and it turns people into infinite. Egg Reverie blows... Or... Titanic Marnock blows up, and it looks like the big robots from the Sonic Forces reveal on the outside. Oh, and then that's cool. and Tails and Knuckles are standing there, and they're like, where's Sonic? Hmm. And I guess the music during like the true final boss in this is like a remix of the vocal theme from Sonic Forces. Like, it gets pretty explicit. See, I did not actually know these games were connected in any way. And it's, I doubt was, that they were planned as such. That's no. kind of why I think the final boss of this might suck is because Sega meddling may have been like, okay, got to connect them now. Mm. Weird. Interesting. Because apparently somebody actually found a different final boss theme in the game mm-hmm. that was going to be used for Egg Reverie, but then they did the uh, Sonic Force. I see. I see. So I guess do we want to like kind of wind down with final thoughts before we take some questions? So... I have one thought on this game, though, that I want to say. Mm-hmm. So my thoughts on this, I feel, are were similar to John's, where it's like every level individually is really good, but then it doesn't add up to anything. Right. But here's why I like this game, is because they have a time trial mode. <laughs> I see. I kind of thought that this was going to come in, because I know yeah. that you've been playing a lot of time trial mode lately. And here's the thing. Sonic games have always been super weird because ostensibly they're about going fast. Yeah. But those games were also structured like classic platformers where you don't get to go back after you beat a level. Yeah. So going fast never had any point or reward. Yeah, kind of. So because it's like the games weren't really about going fast. Never mind. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> and then Sonic CD did have a time trial mode, but the, like the level design in that game was garbage. Mm. And a, yeah, going fast was definitely not how to play that game. Yeah. So like, it's a time trial mode in the game where just holding right the whole time and jump once in a while is the worst and the wrong way to play that game. 
but then yeah. it is the right way in the time trial mode. And then, so that was like the first 2D game with the time trial mode, and then Sonic went 3D for a while. And like, I remember really getting into some speedrun stuff in Sonic mm-hmm. Adventure, because that's when they, you know, started having keeping leaderboards on your system and stuff. And like, mm-hmm. Sega themselves like had. Yeah, some they had content. official network servers that you could connect to and post times to. Yeah, so I was doing all that. And then Sonic. They have A ranks, S ranks. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think Sonic Adventure 2 might have added, like, ranks four times specifically, and then, like, if you collect, collected all the emblems in that game, you'd get shitty Green Hill Zone at the yeah, end. Yeah, an awful Green Hill Zone. So, like, time trial stuff has been a thing of Sonic for a while, but never in a good 2D game. So it's finally, like, oh, now it's finally here. Like, a 2D mm-hmm. game that isn't Sonic, se- Sonic CD level design having proper time trials and leaderboards and stuff, and that's really nice. Yeah. I guess the only yeah. real bummer is that I'm pretty sure the leaderboards are fucked. They're fucked mm. on C, where it's like a bunch... Yeah, like the first hundred are just zero seconds, and then you get into some legit ones. I guess if mm. you're on Switch and stuff, like, the leaderboards aren't as fucked. Yeah, I'd imagine yeah. that's more moderated. Yeah. I guess it just feels symptomatic of me of the game being kind of duct tapey. Which is yeah. true. Which was true. Generations too, but I, and I and I really yeah. like Generations. Um, the other thing, I that, just like it. I just like it when things come together and tell stories. <laughs> I agree. I like stories in games yeah. too. And this this game doesn't have one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I really like is that when you just spend like a half hour playing the same act over and over, you start to realize just how dense all these levels are with mm-hmm. alternate paths and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you just spend a while just kind of going through the level a few times and like, oh, what's up here? Oh, what's down here? Like trying to figure out what the fastest route is going to be. Yeah, like what's and up and down and all around. <laughs> <laughs> but these levels, they're so goddamn big and like, there's so much to them. It's kind of ridiculous. And like, I think playing through this game like once casually, you miss like 80% a lot of, of the game feels like because it's so big and dense and like even studio or studiopolis is probably one of the more you know loaded ones because that was kind of their showpiece but even like like what's the one i was talking about flying battery act 2 like has so much to it that you will just miss if you go through it once and don't look back basically yeah it, it begs to be replayed over and over and then like once you kind of find the path you want to take like the challenge in this game i think is kind of getting the momentum just right and using the drop dash at the, the right drop place. dash so good and dash feels so fucking good like i use that more than the spin dash yeah now. i don't even bother with spin dash in sonic mania i drop dash everywhere like that th- that is definitely the game being designed for sonic because they gave him something that puts him above the other characters basically now in terms of like mm-hmm. fun to play as yeah i didn't use that you didn't is that the thing the from- drop dash is so good What's the drop dash? You the jump thing and press CD? jump again in the air, and then when you hit the ground, you you instantly have dash speed. You, what? It's basically mid-air spin dash. Yeah. Like, you jump and hold down and, and A, and then he'll oh, spin. Oh, that sounds he'll... really fun. So uh, like, all I really... had to do was just jump and press A, press and hold A again. Uh, I didn't have to uh, hold maybe down. I, maybe, I, maybe I've been doing it wrong. I think you're doing it wrong, son. <laughs> but I'm doing it a lot, so it still <laughs> works for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, it's really cool. And like, when when you're re- trying to replay 
the same area like over and over and over you really start to feel like how tight these physics are like the way you when you jump on a hill or an incline like it's so specific the direction and the speed you'll be flying off at yeah. and, like there's lots of little parts where like you know that that tunnel or that vertical tunnel in chemical plant that sucks oh yeah like if you just wait for the water to rise while you're outside of that and then just go up the incline and jump you'll just shoot right out of that and be fine <laughs> like the physics in that, this game are really good yeah they they actually like you know like despite the fact that i still will stand by my statement that sonic 4 episode 2 is really good i think like the physics kind of make this game and are actually re like this game feels like a dream yeah and i think give this game another shot on the time trails i think because i think it's really fun just trying to get the perfect run basically mm -hmm. on the route you want to take all right i can see that and i that's, i really enjoyed that style of playing generations too where i really got yeah. into modern chemical plant and modern crisis city oh yeah, yeah trying to um, like find the alternate paths in generations mm -hmm. was really fun mm -hmm. yeah well Star generations is really fun yeah yeah your chemical plant zone i hope they make an we are what that i could never <laughs> beat your chemical plant time yes Victory! <laughs> that feels good. Thank you. Uh, my chemical plant zone on this game. Boom. <laughs> Throwing down the gauntlet Ooh. now. Yeah. I kind of all want right. people to compete with me, though. That's why I'm posting all these times. I get you. I just have all no right. interest in playing the game anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh. All right, Polly. Yo. Final thoughts. Kind of before we get into questions. I'm probably never going to play it again. Cool. I, I'm just not all that... Like I, like I said at the start, I respect what this game's going for, and I respect the fact that Sega took on an ambitious, what could have just been a fan project, and, and, mm -hmm. and bankrolled it, and let, let these guys have the time to do what they needed to do, but I also feel that they're... A lot of a lot of Sega's meddling probably turned this game into what I didn't want it to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like I, there's just so much rehash that I find it boring. Like it's again, Freedom Planet's better. Suck an egg if you disagree. <laughs> Suck an egg, Ben. <laughs> All right, I've got I've got a take. All right, what's okay. your hot take? Um, so I played this game. And felt very disillusioned. Um, no, <laughs> I had heard, I had heard no other negative opinions about the game. I thought that I was just a fucking joyless asshole. Um, Until you met Polly, who's also a joyless. And asshole. I am also and then, a joyless asshole. And it made me, and I felt very vindicated. Um, so I was starting to think that I was a tool bag um, who couldn't enjoy things. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, Samus Returns came out, and I got oh. to hear all the great things about that game. Oh, that mess. <laughs> So I got to hear all my fun time, all my fun, um, get all those Metro 2 remake feelings again, just, <laughs> but maybe worse this time around. Mm -hmm. So, and, and listen to everyone praise that, that game for kicking out, for being so fucking Better bad. than the bullshitty black and white game. Yeah. So mm -hmm. those experiences, I kind of hated video games for a little bit. <laughs> Coming off of Sonic Mania, I just as a culture, as an institution, oh as a medium. Um, so 
I'm just going to say a couple of things that I engaged with after um, Sonic Mania and Samus Returns came out. Uh-huh. Um, I, re- I replayed Perfect Cherry Blossom. <laughs> that, okay, good. Good choice. Um, that game's fucking amazing. I remember I said something to the effect of, oh, it's really nice when action games have pacing. <laughs> um, yeah, go play Perfect Cherry Blossom. It's a fucking masterpiece. It's a really good story. I really like it a lot. Subterranean Oh fuck! Yeah, I mean, the, I think there are more. There's more than one masterpiece in Toho. Uh, yeah, in Toho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Toho. I played. Mania. I played a really cute um, little free uh, Metroid clone called Buntroid, and I kind of and, got a little bored with it in the back half. But the first half of it, before you get a bunch of power ups, I thought was really cute and fun. And considering someone made like a two hour long Metroid clone in a month, that's I think it pretty good. I think. I think it's pretty impressive for that. John um, got all mad at Buntroid for not being hardcore enough. It's a game called Buntroid. Yeah, yeah I just wish it had been. I just, I just wish it had been shorter and had fewer power ups. Um, you have there's a hundred power ups stuck uh, into the edges. Bit much there, for a game with a two hour runtime. There are so many missile packs. So many. You're just collecting so many missile packs. But I, I still really enjoyed it. And I played, <laughs> I played Oni Ken right before Sonic Mania, and that also gave me a lot of good feelings. Um, I bought the Lauren Schmitz twenty dollars. <laughs> okay, John, this is not a normal socks cast. Okay, okay. I played even the ocean, you're, which was you're a few, which was a really good John, story. John, this is not I played a normal anatomy. I'm kicking um, him I out of the call. I read a bunch of. I'm almost done. I'm I read a bunch of him out of the call. I read a bunch of. Books. I'm removing I him a very from nice the time. call. Okay. What I think John meant to say is that every level is finely crafted and really good on its own. It's just that the game doesn't <laughs> make I'm <those> sorry. <laughs> John, would you agree that every level on its own is good? Basically, I, I, except lottery. Okay, um, so what I'm saying is that it took me a lot of work to like establish <laughs> that I love art again. <laughs> So I was very disillusioned coming out of Sonic Mania. But every level by itself is good. <laughs> Except for Lavery. Except Lavery and Titanic Monarch. Okay. Like You're not getting me to buzz on Titanic all, Monarch. It's not happening. Also every level also every level is the same. Okay. They're all fucking they yeah. all feel exactly the same you to play. After playing it like so every level has love it into it in a vacuum. Yeah, and then they all feel the same. It's but pretty fucking weird, huh? Mm-hmm. It's weird that they have that much love and attention and then they all completely blur together in my head. So, yeah. I was disillusioned. Breezy loop loops the game. Yeah. God, and that's what everyone... That's just, just talked about this game for like two hours and all the cool little things and maybe some mm-hmm. low points, but like how we talked about every single level in the game five probably found at least one or two things cool about each level. And then you guys are like, oh, but the overall package fucking sucks. No, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not saying the overall package sucks because I think that it is immaculately put together. I think That's what that I was this trying is, to get John to say. I think that this is an amazingly put together piece of work, that, I, that there's a lot of love behind it. It mm-hmm. is not something I want to play again. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for... I'm sorry for delve into the Soxcast vibe there because uh, it was just like that's kind of what I wanted coming off of the game was like to sing the praises of a bunch of shit that wasn't this this thing that was making video games 
kind of feel a little poison to me was that and <laughs> Samus Returns coming out. It's like I wanted to sing the praises of things that go against that. I get that. I it- get that. Mm-hmm. It's just. So sorry, I, got I thought I thought you were jawning again and just trying no. to deliberately ignore the fact <laughs> that we had set a, we had set a tone here, okay. and you were trying to be John about it. So sorry about. So that that everybody's final thoughts no, before that's we dive not in. mine. That's I not, haven't done my I piece thought yet. You did yours? Well, I'm doing another well, one. Well, he's replying to our pieces. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying like. I came. I beat. The, I wasn't as negative as John, but I think I was in that same kind of ballpark where it all does kind of blur together. You play through eight old zones and four new ones, and like you beat it, and you go and go, oh, okay, I guess that's it. Even though I still had a lot of fun playing it, it was still kind of. It doesn't have cohesion as a whole. No. Like that is by far my biggest issue with it, is that it's a best of. Like, and a few remixes and a few new songs. And boy, you know, bet it'd be real good if Sonic Generations didn't exist, huh? And like, there are a lot of things from Generations that I did like, like the challenges. Like, you had the five kind of remixes of each level as classic and modern Sonic, like stuff like that to kind of pad out the package, I guess. You know? Yeah. Did you guys do the challenges in that game? In uh, Generations. Generations. Yeah, yeah. I fucking yeah, did them all. I yeah, like stuff like that, I think would have gone a long way to kind of make this feel like a more of a package, I guess. Like, I mean, I didn't need it to be longer, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I guess it's kind of weird because I don't I just know. Wanted it to be a story. Yeah. This doesn't. It doesn't speak to what I want out of games, really, or why I create games at all. Like this and game, could seeing have been... it celebrated as like a ten out of ten yeah. best, the best yeah. Sonic game, yeah. which a lot of people were saying. Okay, it, you, it just, you gotta stop listening to people uh, so much. Like seriously. Well, yeah. Well, it's I mean, like, that's just like my general Sonic... general Twitter. Like, like for the, for like like because the games were were two weeks apart before we got to play them. Like mm-hmm. for two weeks, that's all I heard okay. is, "Oh man, this is the best Sonic game ever." Ten out of ten. Like just, I think. And, like, I got so, like, you know, you get to a point where it's just, like, I play it, and it's just like, no, you are just so easily amused. It just made me aggravated as, <laughs> as like, a person making games. Like, oh, is, so, what I'm, the stuff I'm trying to do is just not at all what people are interested in, then. Well, I mean, as someone it's who like, made Hunters, that's definitely how I feel all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Hunters is so much better than this. Please. Thank you, but... God. I think people play games for different reasons, and I think there is a case for this game as a game, a physics sandbox simulator starring a hedgehog, (laughs) that, like, on a mechanical level, you could argue for it being the best Sonic game. Like, because... It's like people um, really like Chrono Cross because the music and the art is so lovely. That that yeah. overwhelms every all the things yeah. that kind of. I'm not that saying game. I, I I at no way in no way am I <laughs> gonna say that this can't be somebody's favorite Sonic game. If that's yeah. like yo, like I don't want anybody to feel bad mm-hmm. about me having a negative opinion of this game because I think yeah. y'all should play what you want to play and love what you want to love. But I'm good. But hey, it's my podcast and I'm gonna talk about <laughs> what I like and what I don't. Okay, and I'm not gonna censor yeah. my opinions on that. 
But I yeah, think there's, exactly. I'm just saying, I think there is an argument for this game being the best Sonic game on a mechanical level. Obviously, all of us care about story and cohesion and kind of the outside stuff. Like, I was laughing at John, but I was actually agreeing with him when this mm-hmm. game came out. How we were so mad about level transitions. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. the, that's so good in Three Knuckles. The start of Hydro City is just such this so bad. <laughs> like, that it borders on parody, where you're on Little Planet looking at that Eggman statue, and then you just cut to falling out of the cut sky. Cut to falling out of the sky. And then cut to on a biplane in the sky, and Knuckles gets punched, and it's like, what? <laughs> God. So I played the game as Sonic, and was a little underwhelmed over- by the overall cohesion, even though I, mm. I had fun in every level except for Lava Reef. <laughs> and then mm. I played through the game as Knuckles, and was like, okay, it's fine, still kind of the same thing. And I would have been done there if not for the time trial stuff. Yeah. Because I think that is a different game and it's a more refined game and it's like, it's a racing game. You got them quick starts too. And you got that quick start button, which is really nice. Super handy. Yeah, that is so good. And like, it's more balanced. There's there's no bosses to fuck with you. (laughs) Like, they just put an end point where the boss would be. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) cool. And it goes, Goal! It's real funny, too. The voice is real funny. Yeah. New record! Oh, there's. it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, like, that's a more refined version of what Sonic could be. Because the other thing I realized in the time trials is that there's no checkpoints. And, like, mm-hmm. there's so many checkpoints in this game. Oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. So, I didn't game over at all, by the way. I actually Just... did on fucking flying battery. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I came close. I kept, I kept trying to take that low path and falling. I think my gotcha. save files got like 47 lives on it or something. Jeez. It's, like, the, easiest, it's the easiest of the Genesis Oh, songs, yeah, right? it is yeah. a super yeah. easy game. Yeah. Definitely. I, I don't it, think that that is the only... Like, that was the thing... That, that made me feel good playing Even the Ocean because mm-hmm. it was easy... And also consistently entertaining, even just on kind of yeah. a formal level. Like, that was like, okay, I, I'm not just a formalist shithead who doesn't like anything uh-huh. that's not hard. Like, that felt good. Like, Buntroid was too easy. <laughs> yeah, I played Buntroid right after that, and it's like, oh, this is too easy. Oh my god, am I that guy? Am I the Dark Souls? <laughs> oh, oh, no! Dark Souls of- oh no! Oh, I had that void staring moment, but then I played a game <laughs> that was easy and also really good. Don't ever be that Dark Souls yeah. guy. Don't be the Dark Souls fuckhead. Please. <laughs> so anyways, though, there's a lot of checkpoints in this game. And then in time trial mode, though, if you actually do manage to die, you're starting the whole level over, yep. obviously. Fuck yeah. And the thing I realized about that is that when you respawn from a checkpoint, you're just going to keep going the same way you were going. Mm-hmm. When you start at the beginning of the level every time... The world's your ocean. You can go any way. Yeah, you can look for like, other paths. You don't yet. have to think about, like, you, you know, like, uh, it's like, you know, hitting checkpoints in older yeah. Sonic games. You're not going back, more than likely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I almost think, like, the main game, like, if they make a sequel, like, there are things about Sonic in general that I think could be refined. And I think removing checkpoints might actually be one of them. Because I think it's a lot more interesting to just start at the start of the level, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But be able, but then that gives you the option of taking any path you want, yeah. In the future, and and then put a checkpoint before the bosses, or as, or just like game. have a separate no checkpoints mode, you know, or, yeah. And do what you do now, just hey, 
Yeah. Fuck, that sounds really fun. But Hi. I think good yeah. thought. It's sort of like how um in like the best Mario Kart experience is to do the time trial mode where you race your own ghost and there's no there's no bullshit like, items. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's... then it's super suddenly super fun. Yeah, I think time trial mode is just kind of like this refined platonic ideal of what Sonic could be as like a just a platform racing game. Mm-hmm. And it bothers me way less that the levels are so not connected now because you've compartmentalized you know, them yourself now. Yeah, cuz you're just bouncing out to a menu even between acts now, so it's like whatever. Okay, I do press garden and then I do stardust. Like they're just kind of a best of list now. Yeah. But, but I, even then, I just think Sonic Generations was such a better version of that for me. Because if I want to play, like, a fun spectacle racing racing time trial game, like, I'd much rather have all the big dramatic-ass 3D set pieces in yeah. Sonic Generations. Like, that game looks so good and so fun. Yeah, even I though it's... I don't know. I, I definitely don't disagree with you. I really like Generations too, And I think, as a whole package, I would probably put Generations above mania Mm -hmm. but i think gameplay wise mania wins like the physics are just so spot on and these levels are so dense with alternate paths and stuff like Mm -hmm. that it really is pretty rewarding to really dig down and explore everything you can in each level right yeah so i mean i just think game i just think gameplay wise formally like i think sonic one is the best one because it has like actually varied (laughs) in different levels and it's there's it the Labyrinth Zone boss is so fucking tense and scary, yeah. and I love that. And there's not a lot of that in the other games, and there's a lot of that in Sonic 1. Yeah. I mean, Sonic <laughs> 1 definitely is, like, the most varied, where you have the slow stages and the fast one, and then... And then, yeah, when you get to Starlight, yeah. there's a reason Starlight sticks out in your brain so much, is because it actually feels like a relief, and a release, and a, a catharsis. And then you move from that into Scrap Brain, which is so yeah. memorable. yeah. I will say though, like doing the time trials, you like the little level differences between each level. Like they really start to stand out more. Where like okay. Green Hill is like so open, and like you just miss a jump on the top, you just fall down to the bottoms. But then like Flying Battery, you know, it's the big open areas, and then the constricted and open. And then Stardust has like you know heavy thick blocks everywhere, and Press Garden is kind of a Sonic two-ish level. Like, they feel more different, I think, Okay. in tone. Like, that's one of the weirdest things for me is, like, when it's, you jump from Oil Ocean to Lava Reef, and it's just, like, totally different art styles, and it's just so tonally... It's so contrasting. Yeah. yeah. It, it gets like, going the... from, like, Oil Ocean is, like, kind of, like, the Art Deco style and, like, neon colors of Sonic 2, and then mm-hmm. Lava Reef is, like, almost pastel, basically. And it's just, mm-hmm. why are these next to each other? It's so weird. Mm-hmm. And we really should have Lava Reef on this. That's yeah, the one well, it's, the, the, it's a fucking bad stage. They took a great stage and made it shit. <clears throat> it deserves to be kicked. It deserves to be kicked while it's down. So, Red, is that your final thought? I mean, hey, it has some Marble Zone beats, and obviously the, that's a really great level, so <laughs> that's cool. Uh, Red, are those okay, your final so, thoughts? Yeah, so tend to good. Tengu Gemini says, how about that music? I really love the, the music. The music soundtrack is great. I still think I prefer Generation's soundtrack, but like, I'm not kicking this soundtrack out of bed because I, <laughs> I, I sleep with soundtracks, apparently. 
Oh. Like how it's people say that, like, it's like people say that, like, there's something, I'm, I'm not going to write home about it. Why are you literally writing home to your mom about those mashed potatoes, dude? <laughs> what? Look, I'm just I, saying. <laughs> okay. Well, Music-wise, I, music I can't get Chemical Plant Act 2 out of my head. Oh, it's so like, good. It's such a good, like, Another good Chemical remix. Plant. Another yeah. good Chemical Plant remix. Modern Chemical Plant in Generations is yeah. my jam and uh, Chemical Plant Act 2 and this came again. My fucking really jam. Good. Chemical Plant is a really good level. I'm, I was really pleased that they kept the um, the bullshit water <laughs> thing. That was another thing where it's like, hey, yeah. they kept one of the things that I didn't think they would keep. Yay! <laughs> I mean, they, that's the thing about this game is like, they go for stuff people remember and like mm. the level design. That's definitely one of the most memorable moments of that level. Well, but so they, they go for it. a lot of shit nobody remembers, like all those weird <laughs> Game Gear throwbacks. <laughs> but I'm talking more like level design-wise. Oh, I like, know, I know, I know. Yeah, the Man, Game Gear stuff is... believe we didn't even mention the Wacky Workbench level. Ugh. <laughs> what do you mean? That kind of is Chemical Plant that 2, That kind of is Chemical Plant 2, but right. it's actually done well. Yeah, yep. thank God. Because <laughs> it's very localized parts of the floor yeah mm. instead of the entire thing mm -hmm. okay question from jetstorm4 what's your favorite mini boss and boss uh scuba robotnik is yeah, that awesome <laughs> um i like the spider oh yeah the spider definitely takes top honors though yeah yeah, yeah it's real good i really especially since it has the best character in the game yes <laughs> omelet <laughs> our adorable little omelet yep uh, what you I mean, I said the spiders. So. Oh, okay. Well, what's your favorite mini boss? I mean, they, I guess technically, hard boiled gunner would be a mini boss because he's Act One. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I kind of have a hard time remembering the bosses now because I'm just doing time trials. Hard boiled magician girl's pretty good too. Yeah, and the weather yeah. and the weather bot. The weather bot is really funny. Yeah, it's so good. I think Look, I, like I, I said in my review that I fucking love the boss design in this game. Okay, like I yeah. like it's straight. Like there's they're my favorite Sonic bosses probably. Definitely. Like I replayed a bit of Sonic Two today via the HD thing that they put out, mm -hmm. and it's like, man, the bosses in the game are like so simple compared to Mania. Oh, the yeah. Wing Fortress one is cool. Where you have the where you, there's a lot of variables in that one with the spikes going around, kind of like uh, Mega Man X Sigma. Yeah. I was into that. The spiky platform thingies. Lap Sonic One's got Sonic Sonic One's got those good bosses. No, it doesn't. Well, <laughs> I like, like when they yeah. I like when they brought the final boss of Sonic One back in this one. They do it so, like so good. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun throwback. Mm. If you're having trouble with that, kids, it's every fourth pillar is the one Robotnik will be in. Wait, is there a pattern to it? Yeah, there's a pattern. Well, to even which in one the original in the original game? Not in the original game, no. Okay, I thought but it was random in the original game. In the I, remix, keep, I still have trouble there. Yeah, in the remixed fight here, he'll pop out, and then it'll go one, two, three, four, Robotnik's in the fourth one. Okay. Yeah. God, that's funny. I really like Sonic 1's bosses. I really like, like I said, Labyrinth Zone, where it's just uh, a fucking race, and, the, and it's the level design. But the thing about that is, is it like the hitboxes are so bad there. 
That's why I that's why I fucking there. hate that part of that game is because the hitboxes on the 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 little pokers that come out and Sonic are they're way too big and it's way too easy mm-hmm. to get hit and you get hit once you're done. Mhm. Yeah. Like I think I, that's I absolute to, shit. Just, yeah. I don't know. I I don't I don't I don't have any strong opinions about any of the bosses in Sonic Mania. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ouch. I, like I mean, yeah, you just jump into him, grab your ring, and then jump into him again. No matter what, if you get hit, you'll be fine. Uh, any other questions? I don't Have really see any. I mean, we talked about that. It's very silly, the connection to Sonic Forces. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, the Sonic Forces thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, all I know is that we've got an answer for whoop, 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 whoop now. Yes. Oh. Hopefully. Maybe. We'll find we'll find out in a month. Oh boy, and we're doing another podcast about it. Yep, we're going to. <laughs> you family share with me, fucker. You get to play it. You're buying it on PC. Yeah, I'm buying it on PC. Okay. So anyway, I guess um, we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up here for the, uh, for tonight. I want to thank everybody for coming out, hanging out with us tonight. Y'all have been fantastic. Thank you, Rock Grumbler, for uh, the sub to the channel. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Tinker Gemini, for the bits as well earlier. Um, again, we're still kind of on a we don't know when we're doing Sox cast schedule. Uh, there's just a lot going on right now unfortunately for a lot of us and uh uh doing them regularly right now just kind of isn't an option so um but you know we're gonna we're, we're still gonna be doing special episodes like this every now and again that sonic forces yeah. episode's gonna be so good <laughs> you're gonna be wanting that um but anyway we're gonna go ahead and start getting our dumb selves out of here so john fire why don't you tell the kind internet people where they can find you FarawayTimes.com. What about you, Rhett? Where can the fine internet people find you? N3.tumblr.com. And in my bedroom. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you can find me at our dumb website, SoxmanPeopleSexy.net. How else did you? How else are you listening to this? Uh, and remember, we are the podcast that loves you. We're the only ones that love you. Whoop, 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 whoop.